Dale. This is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted sidekick, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sporting action every Friday from 7 till 8. Hey up indeed, hey up indeed. I've got a bit of a surprise for you this week. Unfortunately, there is no cane in the studio with me, so I think I should go ahead and rename this uh, this show that we've got of ours to the Danny Shaw F1 and Kabaddi Hour. Uh, I have been told, by the way, that there is a special guest on the line. So if you uh, bear with me just a moment, I'm going to bring him through. No cane in the studio. Hello, with special me. guest, so, are you there? I think I should go ahead and rename this uh, this show that we've got of ours to Hello. the Danny Shaw F one and Kabaddi uh, Hour. hour uh, I have been hour. told, by the way, well, that there is that. a special guest on the hey. line. So, if you, you uh, what, bear what you with me just a moment, I'm going to bring I, I, I don't know who you are. It's no cane in the studio. Special guest, are you there? I think I should go ahead and rename this this show that we've got of hours to the Danny Shaw F1 and Kabaddi Hour. I have been told, by the way, that there is a special guest on the line. So, if you bear with me just a moment, I'm going to bring you I don't know who you are. It's no cane in the studio. I think I should go ahead and rename this show that we've got of hours to the Danny Shaw F1 and Kabaddi Hour. I have Right. Okay, I'm not quite sure what quite went on with the uh, with the sound there. We will uh, we will try that again in just a moment. It sounds a lot like our special caller. Sounds a lot like the normal host of the show. Right. Right. Okay. We will uh, we will leave that for now. Bear with me. I will uh, I will try and sort that out at some point, very very soon. Um, unfortunately, I can't get through to the uh, to the caller at the moment. So we'll uh, we'll move on just a little bit and talk about some football in uh, in just a moment. Rain will move over the country overnight. <laughs> Kane Hall Sports Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. And we're back. Right, we will start with the uh, the football that has happened this week. Unfortunately, Huddersfield Town lost 4-1 on Wednesday, but because of their win last week, as you heard live on the Kane Hall Sports Show, they managed to stay up because on the final day, not every team although Luton did certainly try, went against uh, went against Huddersfield Town, so they managed to stay up. Obviously, Leeds United, they played twice through the week. Leeds uh, winning 3-1 away at Derby after receiving a guard of honour, which, uh, which will have felt very good to those uh, Leeds United fans to see that. Um, and then they went on to win 4-0 at home against Charlton, uh, relegating Charlton, but... I don't think Leeds will have cared that much because they got to lift that trophy uh, and celebrate their promotion to the Premier League in style. 
So while I try and sort out the uh, the communication issues that we have been having, I think I shall uh, I shall throw a little quiz uh, to you guys. Uh, in the 1990s, which team had Premier League finishing positions of 22nd, 3rd, 9th, 20th and 20th? Um, so which Premier League team had the finishing positions in the 1990s of 22nd, 3rd, 9th, 20th and 20th? Obviously, as always, the chat box is open, so if you do have an answer, please put it in there. Um, and I do implore our mystery caller to do the same as well. Um, I uh, do have some things coming up already. Uh, so, hello to you, Helen. Um, it is a big surprise. It's myself on my own as you say it is a special show um i i don't know if we do need kane uh so far it would probably uh i would probably say yes um because the uh the phone call from our mystery guest did not quite come through uh whether or not kane would uh, would have resolved that a lot better i do not know um i will try him just a uh, i will try him again in just a moment um so as we were talking about the uh, talking about the football, there was obviously a, a lot of things that went uh, that went down on Wednesday night. It was a thrilling end to the championship season. Um, Charlton um, unfortunately ended up going down. Uh, Hull went down as well. Wigan got their points deduction added, uh, well taken off, I suppose would be the correct way of saying that um, after the games had played. So that is our bottom three, which means that there was no space for Barnsley yes that is correct they won their game away so they survived on the final day with a fantastic effort away at Brentford who were of course chasing promotion um, right bear with me just a moment I think I may be able to uh, to get through to our mystery caller again uh, we will certainly try bear with me just a moment on the final day with a fantastic effort away at Brentford who were of course chasing promotion um, right bear with me just a moment I think I may be able to uh, to get through to hello? our mystery caller again uh, hello, we will Ken, certainly try me? bear with me just hello. a moment on the final hello, day with Shaw. a how fantastic effort Hello, I am not away so bad. at How Brentford about who were of course chasing uh, promotion um, um, things are, things are right well. bear with um, me just I'm a moment I think I may be able to to get through to our mystery caller again we will certainly try bear with me just a moment on the final day with a fantastic effort I am not away at Brentford who were of course chasing promotion 
right, bear with me just a moment. I think I may be able to to get through to our West Recaller again. We will certainly try. Bear with me just a moment on the final day with a fantastic FLO. I am not winning the Friendship of World, of course, chasing promotion. Right, bear with me just a moment. I think I may be able to to get through to our West Recaller again. We will certainly try. Bear with me just a moment on the final day with a fantastic FLO. I am not winning the Friendship of World, of course, chasing promotion. Right, bear with me. Just a moment. I think I may be able to to get through to our West Recaller again. We will certainly try. Bear with me just a moment on the final day with a fantastic FLO. I am not winning the world, of course. Chasing promotion. Right, bear with me just a moment. I think I may be able to get through to our West Recaller again. We will certainly try. Bear with me just a moment on the final day with a fantastic FLO. I am not winning the world, of course. Chasing promotion. Right, bear with me just a moment. I think I may be able to get through to our West Recaller again. We will certainly try. Bear with me just a moment on the final day with a fantastic FLO. I am not winning the Friendship of World, of course. Chasing promotion. Right, bear with me just a moment. I think I... Right, oh, I think there's... Uh, I think we've had enough of that. That does not seem to be uh, to be working very well. So I will, uh, I will drive this show forward as best I can. Uh, we will start with Leeds United and uh, obviously their historic... Um, uh, sorry, their historic rise again, like the Phoenix, back into the Premier League where they believe that it is is where they belong. Um, to their credit, they have been the best team this season. Ten points in front genuinely really does not lie. Um, uh, obviously, they capped that off with a with a <laughs> with a 4-0 win uh, at home to Charlton, which obviously wasn't a uh, wasn't a good day for the for the travel in uh, London boys. Um, moving on to Huddersfield Town, obviously. The big news at the weekend, after securing, um, or all but securing their uh, their status in the championship, was that Danny Cowley and Nicky Cowley left the club. They were sacked as head coaches of Huddersfield Town. Um, I think we we did see a couple of the backroom staff go as well. Uh, Mark Hudson, who was the uh, who was one of the coaches there, he uh, was also um, let go by the club, which opened the door for a young man who has been working with uh, Marcelo Bielsa over at Leeds. Um, it uh, it was kind of a kind of a surprising appointment, but obviously that happened through this week. Um, there was uh, obviously pretty much immediately after uh, the uh, the Cowleys were let go from the club. Um, 
they uh, they were talking about uh, about this gentleman almost straight away. Um, he, uh, it, it pretty much sounded like that is exactly what they wanted to uh, they wanted to do. Um, it, it sounds like it's something that they were uh, they were preparing for 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 quite a while because they had him lined up. Um, he will uh, he will obviously be coming into uh, into the Huddersfield town uh, squad um kind of a bit of a uh, a depleted squad because there has been some uh, some people let go but we will uh, come back to that a little bit later on um brilliant right oh, i believe we now have our mystery caller back so we will try and bring him on Kane, are you there i'm here danny brilliant here time. fantastic Hopefully. Hopefully we've got rid of all the stuff. Um, Simon is absolutely fantastic, as always, helping us get things sorted when, like my car says, things go pear-shaped. But Danny, you've been doing a fantastic job so far. I'm finally on. Hopefully no issues and we can crack on with the... What is it now, the Danny Sean F1 uh, and Kabaddi Hour? F1 and Kabaddi Hour, that's it. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, I'm, I'm gone five minutes. Five minutes. Oh, you do that. It, it didn't even take five seconds from it to rename it, man. Nah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Certainly tried. Uh, so um, before it was uh, well, before you came back um, to us here, we were talking about Huddersfield Town and their new head coach. What yeah. do we think about that? I think it's um, a pretty good appointment. To be fair, it's definitely it's. Uh, Ruffled a few feathers. I'd definitely say that within the fan base of Woodisfield Town, um, sacking uh, the Cowley brothers was was fell out of the blue. Would I have liked to have seen them next season? Yeah, definitely. Um, but do I understand why they've sacked them in a way? Yeah, the football weren't great. Um, were there to do a job, but they did the job. They didn't really have chance to build themselves. Um, a new club philosophy. Um, yeah, I can't even say the word, but they, they can't build that in that short of time like they did. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. But I think it is a good decision to have a clear out of the staff there. Um, a lot of them are setting their ways. You know, Doctor John, he's been there for quite a few years now, so he'll still have the hangover from the Premier League. Mark Hudson as well. I mean. He didn't impress me at all when he took over from um, David Wagner and uh, Jan Seaver when he needed to, just poor football. Um, so why not have this guy come in? You know, he's young, um, you know, he's Spanish. We know that the, the Spanish um, people like to play some good, flaring football. Um, he's been recommended by Guardiola before he went to Leeds. He's learned under... Um, Marcelo Bielsa over the past three years and, and getting leads up. He's coach. He's been a head coach in uh, Saudi Arabia and and managed in the Champions League of Asia. Why not give him a chance? Obviously, he wants to come in. He wants to put his mark on the football club. He wants to play fast-flowing, attacking football. And attacking is so important, I think, Danny. And I'm sure all the listeners will agree with us that attacking football needs to come back to Huddersfield Town. I really can't remember when Huddersfield Town scored goals since League 1 and Jordan Road. 
Uh, yeah, I think I'd uh, I'd definitely agree with that. I think we we spoke about it for the past few weeks, where even the season where they went up from the Championship to the Premier League, uh, they weren't scoring that many goals. In fact, they got promoted with uh, with a minus goal difference. The only yeah. ever football team to do that, I think. So that's just it, it, an incredible stat, uh, which it's just shows you that they've been missing that. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, some of these sort of you know, goals scored and things like that. Like you say, um, going up with minus goal difference um, on something that has come out of the club today with the players that they've let go. Um, I saw one stat from um, Elias Kachunga. Played over 70 games for Huddersfield but only scored um, 17 or something like that. Mm. It, it just shows that you don't score goals. You know, I'd have loved to see how many chances he had. Um, but it is just a, a ridiculous amount of chances that Huddersfield have had over the recent years, and just not converted them. Yeah. It's, it, it's mad. Yeah, I think I think in regards to uh, to Kuchunga, it's that there probably will be some sort of YouTube video somewhere that somebody will have made of uh, of him kicking the ball into to Rosehead every uh, every other Saturday. <laughs> it'll be a long it'll be a long video, will that? Definitely so, and obviously the, there is the the playoff hero as well who has been released in Colin Kwana. Yeah, big call. That's, you know, I think on a fan base he's going to be missed. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, you know, he does um, a lot for the club off the field. On the field, he doesn't do so much apart from Danny. There's two things he did excellently. In fact, maybe three. Maybe three things. A big call. Scored a late winner against Preston at home to make the game 3-2 in the last minute to win the game. Sort of got the assist for the goal against Chef Wednesday in the playoff uh, semi-final, second leg. And thirdly, had the most assists in the Premier League out of any Huddersfield Town player in the first seat and then got shipped out on that. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely mad. That it's That is bizarre. Mad. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's bizarre that he, uh, the that the stat of the most assists in the uh, first Premier League season for Town is incredible. To be fair, because I don't recall any of them, <laughs> to be honest think, myself. But he I got think them. He got half of them at, at Watford, um, but he got six. He got six. six. Oh yeah, he probably will have got uh, half of them more uh, <laughs> uh, against Watford. Assists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know it really is a shame um, for the fans that big that big call's going, but. I think it was always going to happen. Um, I think it was always going to happen. I'm a happy Kachunga's gone. Yes, hundred um, percent. It'll be sad to see his work ethic because I don't think there's anyone at the club, maybe Bar Christopher Schindler and Jonathan Hogg, with the same sort of enthusiasm. But technically, oh, hmm. so we're going to be so much better without. Yeah, it just it doesn't offer. It doesn't offer enough. Yeah, I, uh, I I do somewhat uh, somewhat agree with that, but at the same time, with the new man coming in, Carlos Corberan, would Kachunga potentially have gotten better under him? No. Under him, do you not no, think? Sorry. No, sorry, no, 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 absolutely not. I, I was just thinking with him coming from uh, from like a Mar- Marcelo Bielsa setup. Um, he's going to be looking for for players who will run their legs off. So maybe they could have worked something with him to to help him out a bit more technically, um, and then use the engine that he's already got to uh, to good effect. 
you, you've, you've certainly got a point there, Danny. You really, really do. But I just don't think you can teach it um, to Kachunga. I just, I just, I think he's Kachunga's set in his ways. Um, and obviously, going through what he has gone through, like relegation and, and his injury in the Premier League, the boy will have lost a lot, a lot of confidence um, over the past few years. And if you don't have a player who's playing with confidence or has confidence, to teach him something new is going to be extremely, extremely hard. And I just don't think, you know, Carlos Cobain, um might be a great coach um, and have worked under Marcelo Bielsa, who is a fantastic coach and got Leeds playing excellently. But I just don't think Kachunga would have been able to learn much. Um, I just think he's passed it a little bit. And I think, you know, what's been said about Carlos coming in, he likes to work with the younger players. Um, the younger they are, the more they're going to learn, the quicker they're going to learn. Yeah, Kachunga, he's not old, but he's older um, in terms of football. I just, I don't know if it's me being biased because I really don't rate him technically, um, but I just think it'd have been a really tough job for Kachunga to to be on the same sort of level clear as um, the coach would want him to be. Fair enough. Um, I, I can see where you are coming from uh, because generally as, as you come in with footballers that ability is already there and then it's kind of getting them up to the fitness and getting them into a style of play so I suppose you are right in saying that Kachunga would be at a disadvantage even though he has uh, one of the uh, the qualities that he would like in his players or at least I assume he would like in his players uh, as you're saying there's, uh, there's uh, he likes to work with youngsters um, there are a few uh, that have sort of that were like the uh, the last lot of the uh, the academy at Huddersfield Town that they've uh, that they've kept hold of. So, are we going to see some more playing time for those guys? Maybe, um, obviously. So, the uh, the list that's come out today of uh, retention: Elias Kachung has left, uh, Colin Quada, Joel Coleman, who again, hmm. good. Um, I, I didn't rate him. At all whenever he played, um, obviously he was a was a young prospect coming from Oldham. Expected big things of him, but nothing. He just didn't push up to the next level. Um, Rikael Pike, I'm a little bit disappointed about that one because I was impressed with him when he when I did see him play. Um, but obviously there's some there that um, the the Huddersfield Town team don't want, um, and also that won't have been Carlos's decision to let. Um, Rikael go, that'll be part of, you know, um, what's it called, Bromby and, and that team of it. Um, John, uh, yeah, John Stankovic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has gone. Um, we had a conversation earlier, Danny, with one of our friends, didn't we? Yeah. And how um, Huddersfield Town had, had messed it about and Stankovic, they let him go, but then decided that actually they wanted him back when actually that's not the case. Um, let's not forget Stankovic has been over um, at England or Huddersfield Town for maybe four years now um, that's England's not his home it's from Slovakia he's moving to a club that is going to possibly play Champions League Europa League a club that he's moved to is on the border of Slovakia his family's in Slovakia his girlfriend's in Slovakia the club didn't know what's going to happen next year of course they're going to have to let him go it makes it makes sense for, for Stankovic I'm sure he wouldn't want to but if the club 
can't really say well we're going to be playing in the championships next year we'll give you this deal what do you expect him to do of course he's going to go um, so yeah, obviously sad for all Huddersfield Town fans but understandable um, and they've kept on Danny Ryan Schofield who I think has the potential to be looking at that number one spot next year as we just said Carlos likes to work with young players Ryan Schofield is a young player why not throw him that number one jersey why not yeah, he's, he's probably probably worth a go because I mean he, he has been playing internationally at uh, at youth level for uh, for England for the yeah. uh, for the under 18s and such. Um, so he's he's got some some sort of pedigree. I think he's had a decent season at Livingston as well um, yeah, until obviously it was really interrupted. Well he um, playing really well up there. He played well against Middlesbrough at home for his hometown in his debut. Um, yeah, like you say, he's played England youth international from under 18s to under 20s. He's an excellent young goalkeeper, and why not give him that opportunity now? There's nothing to lose. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, with uh, obviously with Loso going back to Everton, Grabara going back to Liverpool. Fair enough, they were both on uh, on loan deals, but you know, he's somewhat proven himself to be uh, to be a number one, um, uh, or at least what you know you could say has been a number one at uh, at Livingston for the for the limited games that he were able to uh, to get there. So. Well, it, it, that's, it's that's, a good yeah, test. Yeah, that's the thing though, Danny. They've got Huddersfield Town have two goalkeepers on their on their books: Ben Hamer, Ryan Schofield. It, it's a no-brainer right now if you're not going to spend money, because Ben Hamer, again, I wish I could release him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you know he's just nowhere near good enough. No. Nowhere near good enough. And I believe he's been hasn't he been on loan at Derby this season? Been on loan ben at Hamer, Derby, oh, and yeah. he's really not done well. No, he's poor. In, the club needs to get rid. Um, another young player that they have signed on, extending the contract just as well as Ryan Schofield, is uh, Duane, the right back, who has played uh, quite a few games towards this end of the year since Danny Simpson left. So I'm sure we'll see a lot more of him as well, Danny. Yeah, certainly so. It's, um, I mean, go, going into a, a, a brand new season. Um, obviously Carlos won't necessarily have as much time as what he would normally get as a, as a new manager coming in uh, at the end of uh, at the end of a season they'll normally get like a nice big pre-season before the uh, season starts again obviously it has been announced today um, that the uh, that the Premier League and EFL will start again on the 12th of September so yeah, it's a month and a half away there is still a decent gap but there is so much preparation that goes into these seasons um, and it's as good as halved is the uh, the time from what it uh, from what it normally is because it's usually the beginning of May to the beginning of August so it's it's half that time now yeah it is Danny and it's, it's going to be I'm I'm interested of when these players are going to get their you know the time off let's let's not forget let's not forget they are humans they do deserve um, a bit of time off and, and especially what was going on yes they've just had three four months off and they do get paid quite a bit of money but at the end of the day they are human um, the bodies need a rest so I'd, I'd imagine they'll be, they'll be back in the next couple of weeks getting themselves ready for the 12th of September um, which is quite a quick turnaround let's hope by the 12th of September Danny as well that the fans can come back yeah, definitely. I think I've heard some rumblings of potentially October um, that fans might be allowed uh, back into uh, to football stadiums. I think Boris announced that uh, uh, potentially last week. Um, I've heard the same 
we're like F1, but obviously we'll come on to that in a little bit, even though it is the uh, F1 and Cabani show. Um, yeah. <laughs> going back to, um, uh, to sorry, you were saying about the, uh, fair enough, they've had a bit, fair bit of time off with the coronavirus, um, and it's been three months of, of not really playing football. Uh, but that, that really wasn't time off, because there are other people as well, you know, like the normal day-to-day people who've had to work at home or have had to self-isolate and it's not like you can go anywhere and do anything. You just sat around in the house and maybe going for a walk around the garden at, uh, you know, a few points during the day just to get a bit of exercise in. Uh, some of them might have still been training, but I, I can't imagine all of them will have done um, because oh, they didn't no, know the season was going to restart. They'll have been told to train. Mm. 100% they'll have been told to train. Yeah. Um, especially at championship level. Um, in fact, all levels through, because no one knew what was going on or what was going to happen, I would imagine that all players was given a training regime to stick by and abide by throughout the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would have been as much as it was that you'd expect training to be during them times. They would have been left to their own devices to do it, but they will have 100% hundred percent being told to keep keep in shape, sort the lives out, don't get fat. No, no, I, I agree, but I'm just I'm just wondering whether or not uh, all of them will have necessarily heeded that uh, that advice or the, the mandatory uh, part of it anyway. Because um, you, you've seen it before with, with some players over the summer, they, they come back and they've they've missing that that yard of pace, or um, and it's not necessarily something to do with age. It's just they haven't looked after themselves right well. So in the middle of a coronavirus pandemic. You know the the temptations probably more um, because there's there's nothing else that they can do, anything oh, else yeah. that they can do to preoccupy the time. Obviously, most yeah. of them will because they are professionals. Obviously, they wouldn't be uh, in the sport if they weren't. But I, I imagine that there'll be some of them. There'll be some of them that will put a little bit uh, a little bit extra on around the waist. I think. Yeah, yeah, of course there will be, Danny. You know, there always is, and I think sometimes you look at the way Oldfield Town played, you'd have thought. Hmm. None of them did any training over over the uh, that course of three months off. Yeah, <laughs> I can certainly agree, especially with the uh, the results that kept uh, kept coming in for those guys. Um, obviously, we've, we've spoken about uh, Danny Cowley and and his sacking and how much of it was a shock. I want to echo your comments as well that I would have liked to have seen him uh, with another season uh, after a, a nice big, well, I say a big transfer window. Just after a summer transfer window where he can sell players, he can get rid of the deadwood and bring in players that he wants more to his sort of style. Might not have been playing the way that he wanted, but there's been other things that they've sort of said in terms of, um, you know, uh, Phil Hodgkinson wants to control the the transfers and and stuff like that. Um, yeah, obviously, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure myself, to be fair, um, or have like more input uh, over Danny Cowley. And Danny Cowley apparently has turned around and said, uh, "No, I want." You know, full control of the players that I'm bringing in for for this I, team. I, I just don't believe that. Yeah. I think that um, I think that some fans just getting on the back of the chairman. Where in reality, the chairman wants to do the best for the club. He is a fan. Um, he's been there. He's seen it all, just like Dean Oyle did. Um, and he understands business. And let's not forget, football is a business. Um, if you lose half your business. 
uh, whatever business that might be, you'll probably want to change your management because you want to bring it back up. You'll change a few things. It's the same in football. Um, you've got to change a few things around. And I think he's had a good clear out. And um, will it have all been Phil Hodgkinson's uh, decisions? No, absolutely not. Directors, Mark Devlin, Leah Bromby, Phil Hodgkinson, that have all spoke about this um, and made a decision together. I don't think um, Big Phil, as uh, a lot of the fans <laughs> like to call him, or, or what's the other word? Uh, pop, pop, pop Phil. Yeah. yeah, no, I just... I think fans like to pick an easy target and he's the chairman and things haven't been going right so they're going to pick on him uh, when in reality I think he is trying his best to do the best for the club um, I don't think he'd leave it um, down the creek if you know what I mean hmm. um, but I think he does want the best for the club and he's trying to change it around and I don't, you know, I don't blame him I think it's maybe time for for that change maybe time for that change Fair enough. Well, there's there's a few that certainly agree with you. Well, yeah, I like to, I like to think so. Maybe maybe they do know their sports. Then ones who agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Right, I think we can probably move on to Leeds United and uh, and their season, um, and obviously their next season as well. Uh, it's something to be uh, something to be excited about, definitely. How good have Leeds been this season? An easy one for you. Oh, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. They've been a pleasure to watch. Absolute pleasure. Most games they have anyway. They've had some uh, some shockers and some disappointments, of course, like all teams will do. But overall, they've just been brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. They deserved it, Danny. They've absolutely deserved it. The way they've played all year, the way they've played over the past two years, the formation... The, the players, because the players were just, you know, your standard mid-table players. Um, and Bielsa has just changed them into a, a championship squad. Um, they've been fantastic. Obviously, still some players I think um, will have to go or will have to be improved areas um, for next year. But the sky's the limit for them. Um, the, the way the directors are talking and the owner, owners are talking... They won Europa League Champions League in two seasons. Um, but I also saw that Victor Arta, um, one of the directors in Leeds, said, remember who you are, be humble, uh, take your time and things will come. And they've been, they've been linked with uh, Ibrahimovic and Cavani. Both <laughs> big, big players. It, it, so it, it's mad. Oh, definitely so. I, I suppose it depends on, on how much truth there is. Um, behind those uh, those uh, rumours, if you will, um, but I mean, they kind of went uh, out of the way, did um, Leeds United in, in getting Bielsa in the first place. So I suppose an Ibrahimovic or a, a, a Cavani probably isn't isn't too far away from maybe their expectations now. Um, no, I think Cavani will be. Um I read that Ibrahimovic, they don't want him because he's too old now and he won't feel to the Premier League. But Cavani is definitely in with a shout. Yeah. Also is Martinez of Arsenal, um, the goalkeeper, and maybe Sergio Romeo. Yep, Romeo. Romeo, uh, the Manchester United goalkeeper as well. But why? What, they don't need a goalkeeper. They've got two class goalkeepers. One who would have just signed as well uh, on a permanent deal. 
Um, Meslier, who has played most of the last 10 games of the season, getting about five clean sheets. They've just signed him on a three-year deal. They've got Casilla. They're in a really good position with goalkeepers. I don't know why they would be looking at that when they need another centre midfielder, another centre-back. Well, maybe two centre-backs, depending on if they can get Ben White. Obviously, all the Leeds fans do want him. Um, and then, obviously, they need a striker because um, Arkev, hmm. you know, you know Arkev, um, he's always injured and Bamford's just not good enough. Yeah, agreed. Um, Arkev, um, I've heard heard a little bit something uh, about him today. Actually, uh, not hundred percent sure how true, um, but they because Leeds United got promoted. That was in the deal, the loan deal that Leeds United would have to buy him if they did get promoted. Oh yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. It's yeah. Twenty million pound. However, uh, Leeds United are saying, um, or at least their lawyers are saying, well, when the contract the loan contract ended Leeds United were promoted so we can you know we don't have to pay for him and, and take him well yeah there is that to be fair I thought that were that was quite clever so I'm, I'm going to keep tabs on clever. that I think that's very interesting yeah, you know, that's a really really good point um, obviously you would have thought the season would have finished when it when it would have, when it should have done and that would have been the case they would have owed the money they came from um, 20 odd million um, but yeah well very good point is that so who knows might be able to get away with it and not pay 20 odd million for someone who has not played football for him this year <laughs> yeah, yeah somebody who's been on the medical table more than the pitch or even the bench yeah um, oh, it's just been, yeah it's just not been a good season for him yeah so a, f- a quick word because because uh, we'll have to move on we've got the quiz and we've got some non-football to talk about very soon um, next year for, for Leeds United what, what are we expecting? Um, a standard season I'm not expecting um, of maybe mid-table I think I think the first year they're going to surprise quite a few few of the players uh, few, sorry a few of the team uh, they're not too sure what's going to happen but I think the season after, that's when they've got to really uh, kick on and uh, and do well. But, you know, I think they'll be safe next year. Yeah, they'll definitely be safe. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think they'd probably be looking at top of the bottom, 11th, 12th, 13th, something like that. And uh, a few scalps along the way. Maybe one at Old Trafford, because uh, I reckon their fans will be looking oh, forward yeah. to that one. Definitely one there. Definitely <laughs> one there. Brilliant. Right, we've had, uh, I think we've only had the one person come in for the uh, for the quiz so far um, I'll repeat the question we'll go on to his game and then we'll finish the quiz as soon as we can um, in the 1990s which team had Premier League finish, finishing positions of 22nd, 3rd 9th, 20th and 20th so in the 1990s which team had Premier League finishing positions of 22nd, 3rd Ninth, twentieth, and twentieth. Any ideas, Ken? Yeah, I think I know. You think you know? Yeah. You've been googling it because you're at home and I can't see you. <laughs> no, no, honestly, I haven't. I, haven't. I promise. I promise, I haven't googled. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, we will now go on to our little game uh, because I believe this is the highest scoring week we've ever had between myself and you, Ken. Woohoo! I hope I win it. We'll, we'll certainly find out because it starts out very well for you. Yeah. Fulham versus Sheffield Wednesday. You went for the 2-0. I 
I went for a one all. It was five three, so you won fifteen points. Yeah. Hull versus Luton. You went two one to Luton. I went three nil to Luton. Uh, it was one nil. So because of the goal difference, you win fifteen, and I get ten points. Yeah. <laughs> so you're twenty in front if you're counting. Middlesbrough versus Cardiff. Uh, you went one nil. I went two all. It was three one to Cardiff away. So you got ten points for getting yeah. that right, and I Come got on. no points. So you're thirty points in front. Yeah. Derby versus Leeds. You went four nil to Leeds. I went two nil to Leeds. It was three one. So again, five oh. back. I got fifteen, yeah. and you got ten. Uh, so that's twenty five points. Uh, Barnsley versus Nottingham Forest. You went for one nil to Forest, and I went one nil to Barnsley. And it was, of course, 1-0 to Barnsley. So that means I get 30 points. So I'm now five points in front. How do you like that? I don't like it, Hey, we've still got six more games to go. It can all change. I hope it does. (laughs) Sheffield United versus Everton. We both went for Sheffield United. Sheffield United lost. No points. Brentford versus Barnsley. We put Barnsley down for an absolute pound in between us. Uh, Obviously, Barnsley won, so that's no points. Cardiff (laughs) versus Hull. It was uh, so you went two nil uh, for Cardiff and I went three nil for uh, for Cardiff. Yep. So yeah. it was three nil. I won thirty points. You got ten points uh-huh. out of that. So I'm even further in front. Leeds versus really? Charlton. You went three nil. I went two one. It was four nil. Ten points each. Millwall versus Huddersfield. You went for the Millwall win. One nil. I went for a one all draw. I was right for a little bit and so we all ended four one obviously to Millwall. So that Ooh. is ten points for you. I'll take that. Sheffield Wednesday versus Middlesbrough, our final game. I, uh, you went for the 1-0 win for Middlesbrough. I went for a 4-2 to Chef Wednesday. Middlesbrough did, in fact, win, and they won 2-1, so you gained 15 points. So were you counting all the way through that? No. No. Right, well, you got 95 <laughs> points. How many do you think I got? I think you got 80. Oh, you think I've done worse? Yeah. Uh, you definitely weren't, uh, weren't counting, because I also got 95. Oh. So all that was for nothing. All that was for nothing. Um, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. We do have three Yorkshire teams uh, that are going to play this week, so we'll have a little quick go of them. Harrogate versus Boreham Would you like to start us off, Kane? Come on, Harrogate. That's going to be 3-1 to Harrogate. Come on. 3-1 to Harrogate. I am going to go for a 2-1, but I definitely want Harrogate in that one. York versus Altrincham. Come on, York. 1-0 um, York. 1-0 to York. I'm going to go for a slightly higher 3-0 to York. And then finally, Southampton versus Sheffield United for the last day of the Premier League. Oh, Sheffield United are going to win 3-0. Oh, you're going to go for a 3-0 to Sheffield United. I'm going to go for a Southampton win, just to change it up. I'm going to go for a 2-1 to Southampton. Uh, so there we are, that's that's for this week. Uh, there may potentially be more, depending obviously on Harrogate and York and how they do. In, uh, in the playoffs because there will be a, a playoff um, final potentially for both of those teams so we now finish off our football section with the quiz um, we have Ali who's put Huddersfield Town or Spurs or Bradford City um, and that is it by the looks no, of it no, no, no. and obviously my, my car Forest. my car earlier on put Notts Forest yep and what's your guess, Kane? I'm guessing Leeds United. You're going to go for Leeds United. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody's got it right. It's not you, Kane. Damn. <laughs> Ali, you've got three guesses. Unfortunately, all of them are wrong. 
<laughs> Huddersfield Town and Bradford City unfortunately weren't in the Premier League uh, enough for that but I like that you've decided to represent the West Yorkshire side it was oh, of yeah, course got to, got to, and I am feeling okay thank you Ollie as well by the way that's good for us to know um, so Mike R you are correct it was Nottingham Forest Definitely well done to you Definitely Googled that, my car. Definitely. He's getting a lot of these right. I'm not too sure on what's going on here. <laughs> the Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. It's not all balls. So now we are going into our F1 Kabaddi Hour, which we really don't have a lot of time of. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Left. What a shame. Uh, you've hijacked it with your football. Um, I haven't. I haven't done anything. You definitely have. It's all that messing about at the beginning to get yeah. you in, and oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So in the Formula One, unfortunately, there isn't a race this weekend. Um, I the, thought there was. Uh, no, it's not this weekend. It is going to be next weekend, and it will be in uh, well, in Great Britain. Uh, it would be the uh, British Grand Prix at Silverstone before, obviously, another race in Britain as well. But there has been some things that have come out. Uh, for instance, uh, the American, uh, sorry, the American, the Mexican, and the Canadian Grand Prix have uh, have been scrapped. Uh, they're not going to happen because it's too too risky. Uh, but they have put three more uh, races into the F1 calendar. Um, it will start in Germany. Um, well. The next three races added on, I should say. October the 11th, the Nürburgring, um, oh, and that will be the German Grand Prix. Uh, I don't. I think it's 2013, the last time that they did a Formula One race there. Then on the 25th of October, Portimao in Portugal. And it's the, that's the first time that's ever going to host a Formula One race. Yeah, F1 uh, debut in the Algarve. Yeah, brilliant place. Uh, hopefully fans will be allowed in to watch at that time because there might be a few people flying over to watch that one because it will be history. Um, I think the last time they had a Portuguese Grand Prix was in 1996, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a welcome return. Uh, to. Well, yeah, uh, I wouldn't know that because I, I were only just getting born then, but you'd know. Yeah, well, I, I was only five at the time, so let's let's not get uh, let's not get offensive. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know I will look. Uh, I own a mirror. I know what the problem is, but I am seriously only twenty-eight. Okay, but you are right though. It was nineteen ninety-six. Oh, good stuff. So you've googled that. No, no. But, but you didn't Google know. the other thing. No, I didn't Google the other thing. <laughs> and then finally, the last one that's been added to the calendar uh, is in Italy for the third time Again? this season. Oh. Imola. Uh, and it'd be the 1st of November that that one will take place. They have called it a different name. Uh, I ain't even going to try it. Um, Emilio Romagna. 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 It sounds like a pasta dish. Uh, That might be a little bit offensive, actually. Um, So I would like to apologise for that because that is not the... uh, there's not the place nor the time to be be throwing things like that out, but... I, I still don't think I'm wrong. That definitely looks like something you'd find on a menu. Anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> for the uh, for the Formula One, I don't think there's much else. the The rumblings carry on for the racing point and three Ferrari. three places. Uh, Ferrari. What about Ferrari? Yeah. Oh, they shake up at Ferrari. Te- yeah, they've shaked up the technical team, haven't they? They have indeed. Yeah, they've basically just sacked everyone. They've done a bit of a Huddersfield Town. 
and just got rid of everyone, just had a massive clear out. I knew about it, but it just wasn't at the front of my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the front of my mind because we are running out of time. Uh, in fact, we are at the end. So thank you very much for joining me <laughs> for the Danny Shaw <laughs> F1 and Kabaddi Hour, which lasted all of five minutes. And uh, thank you very much, Kane, for joining us during that hour as well. No, thank you for getting on, mate. And, and thank to all the listeners, and thank you to Simon as well for ensuring that I did get on tonight. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, brilliant. A massive thank you to Simon from me as well, because I was very much stuck without you. But in regards to the uh, championship season, it has been a bit of a bittersweet symphony, and that's what we're going to start with. Good evening, or good night. Oh, God. <laughs>